Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Aha, December 30, 2020, the penultimate day of this horrific year. Why do you think there's a word for the next to last penultimate? And and of course, all of us, when we first saw the term, thought it meant the the ultimate, right? So penultimate. Um, <laughs> Sally assured me uh, the other day that she would be on time. Uh, and she's not, so she's not here yet. It, being on time, it, and I said this before, it's so odd because she spent her life in a um, business where there was no excuse for not being on time. I mean, if you're anchoring the six o'clock news, uh, you can't get there at 601. <laughs> and as far as I know, she never did. So I, you know, it's odd, but, uh, given her, uh, her druthers, because she's sort of, um, always going in a million directions at once. I think, uh, should I text her? Maybe I should. I'll just text her just in case. Um, because I got to tell you, I don't, I don't have a show without her. Um, so, okay. I've, I've, I pretty much punted on this penultimate, uh, day. Um, because first of all, I usually, um, made a point of not working this week, uh, in between Christmas and, New Year's. If you're in the news business, it's a notorious uh, uh, black hole where nothing happens. There's nothing to talk about. That, of course, is not really true now because we're living in this, uh, you know, dumpster fire of a year. But um, I just, I forgot what I was saying. She's not responding. There she is. I'm coming, she says. I'm trying to get ready for the plumber. Oh, no. All right, guys. Well, we're in for a real Sally uh, morning, I can tell. She has to get a new water heater. <laughs> can you say water heater without thinking of that stupid song? Mr. Water Heater, Mr. Water Heater. If I, you hear those two words, water heater, and how do you not think of that awful jingle? I once worked in a, you can tell this is free phone. I once worked in an advertising agency in Chicago, a biggie, foot, cone, and belding. Took up a lot of floors in a, in a big skyscraper there on the Chicago River and Michigan Avenue. And uh, why was I telling you this? Oh, and one of the guys that... Um, did write jingles once told me that one of the ways that a jingle is successful is by being annoying. <clears throat> you know, um, double your flavor, double your fun, with double your double your gum, 
it's it's it has to be simple and repetitious and annoying. Uh, oh, Sally's forgotten how to get in. Hang on, I've got a. Um, <laughs> this um, this is uh, this is sad. Oh God. Um, uh, I don't think I can do the one she's on. Um, Amy, do you have a way of sending Sally? Um, you don't. Send me the numbers that Sally uh, needs, and I'll send them on to her. Okay, Amy? Because um, uh, she's mucked it up. Um, well, this is good. So where was I? I mean, I'm sure you can think of a lot of, of others just sort of annoying, horrible, uh, little stupid jingles and songs. And those are the ones that often are successful because they're earworms. They just immediately burrow into your, into your brain and you're, you're done. So um, now that I've done that to you, I'm, Truly sorry. I saw a little headline. She can just call the normal call-in number. Well, what is that? <laughs> what? I don't know the normal. Give me the normal call-in number and I'll send it right to her. Um, that was the one that I guess we were talking to Susan the other day and she had that different number, right? So... Hang on, guys. I'm sorry about this, but then this is par for the course. Okay, 412-200-5686. Okay, 412, um, I already forgot it. 412, I'm sorry, this is an old woman, 200-5686. 200-5686. I'm saying, talking to myself. 200, oh God, jeez. This is what happens to your brain when you're old. God dang. Uh, 200, 5, 6, 8, 6. Um, five. I'm as bad as she is. I sound like her now. I'm, I'm channeling Sally. Two, God dang it. Okay, hang on. It is. I'm doing a Sally impression without intending to. 200, 4, 6, 8, 6. There. Whew. So she should be here in a minute, and you'll have two ditzy old broads. Uh, Amy says she's got a caller, but she's not sure it's Sally. Well, she didn't get that that fast. Um, not the number I have written that. I'm sorry. Forgive me. We could start the show over. We really could. We could just start all over. Do you believe that this god-awful year is going to end tomorrow? I cannot wait. I just cannot wait. Not that uh, January is shaping up to be any better. Hey, take the call, Amy, and let's see if we got anybody here. Um, oh, that caller hung up. Well, <laughs> I give up. I give up. Just screw it. Maybe Mr. Water Heater is there and um, and she's, uh, you know, I don't know, canoodling with Mr. Water Heater. 
Mr. Water Heater. So I have to tell you that I saw this little headline. I think I was starting to say this. It's busy, she says. I called in. Well, call again. God dang it. It doesn't make sense. Did I give her the wrong number? Oh, this is, you know, we could win an award for the most messed up show of the year. Meanwhile, outside in my in my neighborhood, I'm hearing big, loud bangs and noises, which are slightly distracting. Okay, now here's what's going to happen. When Sally finally does get on, we're going to have... I don't want you doing 4686! Try, God damn it, 200, excuse me, I'm screaming at Sally. She can't hear me. Um, no, she says 4686 is still busy. Amy. Oh, it's 5686, I gave her, ah! Oh, this is just five, six, eight, six. Okay, listen, I'm trying to do a show, type, think at the same time. But here we go. Two ditzes. She should be here any minute. But you're going to see Sally in true ditz fashion when she gets on. Here she comes, I bet, any minute. Um, she's going to apologize. How many times? How many times? Uh, for doing a drinking game. Sally? Sally? God dang it. She hasn't. <laughs> okay, just screw it. Um, Sally! Sorry. I'm on the line. Did you, is that me? Oh. Yes, God. yes, yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was pulling literally 100 pounds of weight equipment away from my water heater. And I could still hear ESPN get up was still on. So that meant it wasn't 10 o'clock yet. But sometimes they run over. So they had run over. So I'm so sorry. I almost broke my back. The plumber's supposed to be here. So I, I don't have a, the water heater is leaking and it's going to explode if I don't get it replaced today. All right. We all got that. Okay. I said before, Sally's going to, how many times will Sally apologize when she gets on? And it turns out the number is two. But this was a thing where, I, understandably, you could apologize, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, my God, yeah. yes. And yeah. this is what happened. This is the thing about my memory that, 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 that the small vessel disease does affect. <laughs> because when I get concentrating on something, I'm not remembering what next I need to do. And that is something, and maybe it's happening because of COVID. I don't think so. This is just, I was told that when I read about small vessel disease in your brain, it's the second leading cause of dementia. So my neurologist said that the way to combat it is to walk outside a lot, get outside and walk. And they said that's something that can retard it. But it's scary. It is. And because I used to have a photographic memory. And so when things like this happen, it bothers me a lot. So anyway, yeah, I can't apologize enough for being for being old. Are you there? Dear God in heaven. <laughs> okay. Jesus. What do you want to 
we got from your water about? heater exploding to small vessel dementia. I, I, I just okay. What are we going to talk about? This is the last show of this god awful year. Are you not for, doing a show tomorrow? Why the hell should I? It's December thirty fucking first. Oh, you shouldn't swear like that in front of people. Well, technically, I'm not in front of them. No, that's you know what? That's very good. See, look how look how sharp you still are. You yeah. still are a, you still are a word wizard. No, actually, yeah. I had deleted. I was trying to go through and delete videos from post from from uh, text messages. Yeah, because they I, use up so much. Yeah. Yeah, and space. I deleted in de- doing that with you. I ended up deleting. Remember, you said it'll be further back in 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 your uh, uh, in the timeline, line, right? Yeah, in the timeline. I deleted it. I deleted All right. it. So that's why okay. I so what? Not. Okay. Okay. So Sally, here's um, what I've got in my head because of your damn water heater. You know I that song, my Mr. Water Heater. That there Mr. it is. Water. <laughs> Sorry. That's it. Sorry. You cannot say water heater without, singing without us all going, Mr. Water Heater. <laughs> Mr. But Isn't that true? Great, that's a great jingle. But you know what's so weird? This is the greatest plumber in the world. He's been here once. He is in such demand. It is very difficult to get him to make an appointment with your house. I had to, I had to actually, you know, it, but he's so amazing and he, he's not here yet, which is good, but, but, uh, um, um, he's so amazing. But two days ago, I was looking out the door at the front door to, to pick up a, a package and guess what, about four houses up, guess what car was parked there? Why? The Mr. Water Heater. No, yeah. Mr. Water Heater. Yeah. And I thought, I'm glad. I'm, I'm sure Mr. Water Heater is very good, but I've got my own Mr. Water Heater. Oh, I see. It was actually a Mr. Water Heater. I forget that that's a actually a, a Mr. No, actually, okay. It was Mr. Water Heater. Mr. Water yeah, Heater. It was that dude, and I had been singing that yeah. song. Yeah. But this guy's Mr. Mr. Great Plumber. Plumbers are very, <laughs> good plumbers are very difficult to find. I guess Never they are. realize how important toilets are. All right, let's not go here. (laughs) Although I have to admit, I was thinking when I was thinking, I've been when I was waiting for you to get on. I my I. Okay, that's three. If anyone had the number three, you just got okay. So, I saw this little headline um, that said cooking can be deadly, and immediately I my head rushed off to this, what I think is an extremely funny story that happened to me where I almost died uh, from a friend's uh, cooking. And and I was thinking, well, Sally doesn't show, I'm gonna tell that story. I probably told it before. and But the story does involve uh, toilets ultimately, you know. So we're back to, toilets because well, it involves what well, you have to tell the story now because how does cooking involve a toilet except what you do after the cooking well that is correct because it involves projectile vomiting Ooh. what 
Okay. Quick tell story. It, tell it, tell it. Quick story. Uh, I was married at the time, living in Madison, Wisconsin. My friend Robin and her husband Larry asked us over for for dinner. They were the only couple I knew. I knew very few couples anyway, but the only couple I knew that um, cooked. So if you got an invitation to dinner, you know you were going to actually like eat something, you know, wonderful. So we were all sitting around the uh, dining table, and she brought out um, she brought out this stew, this wonderful stew. We ladled it onto our plates. We all start scarfing it up, and it couldn't have been more than uh, three minutes into the scarfing that Larry, her husband, got up and said, "Excuse me." And raced up, they had just one bedroom on the second, I mean, one bathroom on the second floor, raced up the steps, was gone for a little while. He came back sort of white-faced and said, wow, so that's what projectile vomiting is. And I can't remember who jumped up next. It might have been me. And I ran. Whoa! Total projectile vomit. In other words, it just, it's not a normal puke. It comes literally propelled as if shot by a cannon out of you. Mm. And my husband and Robin, all four of us within a five, six minute period, our bodies totally rejected. I mean, this is what's amazing about the human body, right? Four different bodies said, uh-uh, uh-uh, this'll kill me, and threw it out. So we were all freaked. We left the table and went into the living room and sat down, white-faced and freaked. And her dog, Ernest Rubin, she had a great way of naming animals. Ernest Rubin, Annie Ding Dong, and uh, Bonnie Mertz were the animals in her house. And Ernest Rubin, the worst behaved dog in the history of dogdom, we looked over and Ernest had both feet on the dining room table and was scarfing up all of the stew we had left on our plates. And Larry, ever the scientist, said, well, now we see. And within five minutes, he was vomiting. Projectile. Oh, my God. What was in it? Well, that was our next uh, thing. We were obviously trying to figure that out. And um, it was, it turns out that there was a, a what the cook, and I'm not sure which one cooked it, the cook thought was garlic, a big bulb of garlic in it. And it wasn't garlic. The other part of the pear had put some kind of flour bulb, I can't remember now, into the refrigerator for whatever reason. And it was a totally poisonous flower bulb. Ooh, ooh, 
But yeah, we called a poison control place and they said, well, as long as you all got rid of it so quickly, I'm sure you're okay. Blah, 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 blah. And, and, and they did, I mean, obviously at that time we knew what the flower bulb was and they did say that it was, yeah, just highly toxic. Um, Oh my God. But how amazing is that? That like, I mean, our bodies are, are, can so quickly uh, understand they are in grave danger. Our brains are totally not, you know, we don't know. We're just eating. We don't know. Our bodies took care of it. Every one of us. And that's actually, I mean, the ability of a body to build defenses against something is how vaccines work. That is correct. Basically, that's 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 why you get a little sore arm is because the body is attacking this little bit of the virus. This thing that came in, right, right. They immediately start attacking. So that's so amazing. Yeah. So cooking can be deadly, and I have to tell you that I have never projectile vomited before or since, and I think a lot of people don't understand what that is. But it is really as if somebody sets off a howitzer in your gut. It just I've done it. I've I've had I've had food poisoning so many times and I've had dysentery. Now that's the other Now let's but, not go there. No, but but I was having double trouble and I was in the <laughs> Sally? I was in Sally? the airport. No. And I was in a wheelchair. Sally, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna go down that road. No, it, it's about projectile vomiting, and and not <clears throat> wheeling me around, did not speak English, and I was trying to tell him to hurry to get to the bathroom. And what airport are we in? Bangkok, Bangkok, Thailand. Oh. In Bangkok, Anyway, so but I wanna, I'm, I'm not even gonna finish that story, but I could, uh, 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 but but one one, but anyway. So I just wanted to make sure, because I just got a, a, a phone call from a 724 number, and I got really worried. I am not saying that Mr. Water Heater isn't a good company, because it was at two different houses. In oh, well, you stop. You but don't no, have to I apologize. For- but no, but I just found this guy, and he does a lot of work in my neighborhood, oh. and so he's very good, too. So I don't want to say anything bad. I don't. We, oh, you're, you're out of your mind. No, I Mr. don't. Mr. Water Heater. No, but it's a Mr. Water, water Heater. Okay, speaking of Bangkok, we have an email. One, one from, night in Bangkok, remember? Yes, that's right. I know. I know. Speaking of Bangkok, <laughs> uh, uh, Bree has written from Malaysia. Oh, oh, yeah. Now, wait, wait. He says, thanks for another year. Happy New Year to you and Sally. And then he says, nothing new to report from Malaysia. The news is all over the place. We're still under lockdown. Most people still go out One uh, with masks. One is at times lulled into a sense of normalcy with all of this. But we still get messages from the government reminding us it's still dangerous out there. It seems, he says, neighboring Thailand is having an outbreak. But get this. It could be because they are doing more testing. The early reports tried to blame Myanmar migrants. 
It reminds me of when I asked Malaysians, listen to this, it reminds me of when I asked Malaysians about crime, they usually raise the issue of Indonesian migrants. Isn't that something that we, Mm. that's what people all over the world do? Yeah, yeah. They blame the other. There's a, there's a, uh, um, anyone who can can access it, uh, there's uh, an Associated Press investigation that's very alarming. I mean, the more and more that that we hear about China's government, not the Chinese, I'm not going to say that, but about the government, it's terrifying. Yeah. Um, they are they are scientists, scientists, Chinese scientists, and and international scientists are all trying to find out what where the actual geographical and 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 zoological source is for the virus. And the government is refusing to let any of this get out, but some of it is being leaked out. And Associated Press has uh, um, an exclusive report on, you know, their efforts to uh, to spread disinformation not just among its people, but to the world about what happened. And there, and and there, and 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 they kept it quiet for as long as they could. Um, <clears throat> until it started spreading around the world, they we have no idea how long they knew that something was going on. But it's it's it, it, you know if you've got internet and you can access it, uh, a really a good friend. Uh, he's kind of like my my little brother, surrogate little brother, and you know Ted Anthony. He's mm-hmm. one of the um, he's stuck here, but except for when the election went. Did you know that it's AP that eventually calls the election? Did you know that? I did not know that. That at the end of it, it's eventually, I think it is the Associated Press has something major that they say, okay, this is, there are, or the, they're the ones who announced, I don't know what it is, but AP has something to do with it. But anyway, he's doing a lot of work from here, but he's very high up in management at Associated Press. So, so I always like to, uh, um, um, and his wife is a freelance uh-huh. writer. She's superb. And I just posted an article about, uh, that she's just written about how during this pandemic, we think that we're going to get a lot of stuff done, but something odd happens when you're in this unusual state. You mm-hmm. don't do what you thought no. you were going to do. No, no. And, think of all the things we were going to do. Yeah, it's a fascinating article. She yeah. has used a lot of psychologists, so I highly recommend mm-hmm. uh, uh it's on my Facebook, and I tweeted it. So anybody who's listening, okay. I, I recommend reading it. I, I okay. think we should we should pimp good writers and 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 people who do good reporting. So Sally, yeah, Sally, did um, when you go and get your hot dogs, um, <laughs> you, you go to Sheets, right? Yeah, I only go to the drive-thrus. See, all sheets don't have drive-thrus, but some of the okay, other okay. ones do. So I, I think I mentioned this the other day, and somebody sent me. Did you know that Sheets earned uh, uh, on, on USA Today's best regional fast food list, Sheets actually showed up? Really? I'm just telling oh, wow. you, you don't even realize that you are sort of a gourmand. Well, but I only get the plain little hot dogs. I, I don't. I well, don't they, they have some very fancy sandwiches. They do. It they says here, I mentioned sheets to my sister. She never heard of it. And it turns out that it is, and I'm seeing this in USA Today, 
Um, it's only in Pennsylvania, Maryland, Virginia, Ohio, West Virginia, North Carolina. Okay. Oh, it's regional. Oh. Yeah, wow. it's regional and chosen by a panel of experts and voted on by readers. This is a list of the top five spots for regional fast food. And Sheets made the list coming in at number 14, by the way. What are some of the others? Num number 14. I thought it was the top 10. <laughs> Know. It's based in Altoona. Really? And yeah. Oh, it says it took fourth place on the on the list. Um, although no single food was mentioned. Um, so just want to say, sheets. Uh, who oh being mentioned in the same context were uh In N Out Burger, which I think is so overrated, and uh Culver's, which I don't know. Never Wonder where that is. You know a Culver's? No, okay, here they are. Here's a, the top ten. Habit Burger is number one. You ever heard of them? Heard of that? Nope. Number two, Pals Sudden Service. Jesus. <laughs> Pals no. Sudden Service. It almost sounds frightening. Like you're waiting, and all of a sudden, you know, like all of a sudden, some food comes flying through your window. Pals Sudden Service. Three is a thing a place called Whataburger. Four I've is heard of, wait, 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 I've heard of Whataburger. I think I've yeah. had a Whataburger somewhere. Yeah. I I, I can't remember okay. where. Yeah. Number Go four ahead. is Sheets. Yeah. Beating out in and out burger that everybody in California thinks is so hot. Number six is Quaker Steak and Lube. I've 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 eaten there once after riding on the back of a motorcycle up to Sharon, Pennsylvania, terrified the whole time. I, I, I always have to put something in context. My context can get really long-winded. Well, but that didn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, number seven is Cookout. Never heard of them. Number eight is Crystal with a K. Never heard of them. Number nine is Culver's. Never heard of them. And number 10 is Biscuitville. Never heard of them. I but do, I'm just I telling you, when you get those sheets things where you're going to run through sheets to get your hot dogs because you're in need of comfort, um, you're uh, getting just some of the best. I'm just telling you. Yeah, I, you know, it, well, that's nice. That's nice to know. But but I, it, the thing is, if I would just get one hot dog, it would be okay. But I always have to get two. <laughs> And, and they're little. Because uh, a little a hot dog is punched in. When, when yeah. you punch it in, yeah. it says it says it says oh. our top favorite. And so one of the top favorites is two hot dogs. Well, then, uh. then it, when you go through it, it flashes up and it says the number. And I can change that number to one, but I always think that it's just too much trouble for my little finger to do that. So I go, it's easier to do the two. But I would feel less. Like I wanted to throw up because when you eat two of them really fast, like you and you just, do eat really fast, yeah. So you I gobble; do. they're gone in. Have you ever seen a the way a dog eats? That's yeah, the way. that's what you do. I, I've seen you eat. So, I, <laughs> someone, was, someone was watching me. It was this great photographer we had spent some time, and we started to 
husband and Sally, Ronald. you're laughing so hard I can't understand a word you're saying. We were, we were, we were, we were, um, um, this is you and a photographer, Spencer, Spencer Simon. Simon. He was a great okay. guy. Uh, Love him. Uh, and so we stopped at a McDonald's in Monroeville that's very near where you get on the turnpike. And yeah. so if anybody knows the geography of that region, by the time I ordered a quarter pounder, by the time we got to Penn Hills, not even Penn Hills, we weren't all the way. We were halfway to Penn Hills on you know, uh, the I gotcha. I know exactly where you are. I had finished it. He yeah. looked at me and he said, did you even chew that? <laughs> <laughs> so when I watch dogs eat, I mean, the ones that are voracious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's like, yeah, I mean, I just tear it, tear it apart. It's awful. And it's, it's one reason I have, you know, a little bit of reflux, a little bit, I'm sure. I got a lot of reflux. So listen, Sally, um, Somebody had, and I can't remember, somebody emailed me a few while back after you'd been on the show before and said, you know, when Sally's on, that it was a, a implied criticism of, of my use of you as a guest, uh, was ask her about, you know, her favorite, um, who are the most interesting uh, people she's interviewed and, and blah, 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 blah. And I was thinking, and who does she like? Who does she not like? And I was thinking, I, that is a lot. First of all, I hate those questions coming at me, myself. Um, secondly, I said, Sally is incapable of saying anything negative. About anybody. Oh my God, I talk. Oh about yeah, all the time. Nina. Okay, yeah. wait. You were just not apologizing. To, wait a minute. Talk. You were just apologizing for an implied, uh, implied criticism of Mr. Weiner. No, it's just the jingle. It's not their work. If we're no, I yeah. Okay, now. Okay, then tell us a story about a local celebrity that doesn't show them in a good light. I can't. <laughs> I, I would never do that. I would never do that. Okay, and tell the us thing, a the other story. Thing, you know what? You know what? It all, in the two years that I've been away, in the two years that I have been away, yeah. I don't even watch it anymore. It's like, yeah. it's, it, it, and it's not, it's that my whole life has become what I wanted my life to be when I was a, 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 a junior in high school. It's now become that. Which That's is great. A lot of, yeah, there's a lot of people who don't get to eventually do what the love of their life was. Yeah, and now you're hanging out with exotic animals and yeah. And, and 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 some of the top people in the world I'm meeting. Yeah, I'm yeah. getting to meet them or be part of 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 like like lives. I mean, like these 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 individ. They're like where there are only 500 people listening to Jane Goodall on a Zoom. You're invited to that Zoom. You're one of 500. That's that's awesome, awesome. And so 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 it doesn't. So it's funny. I mean, I do, there were things, there were people I interviewed, it was so funny, when Kevin Green died, I cried, because... Kevin Green, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, a, a football player. Yeah, and, and a great football player. Who and died recently. So, yeah, he, he died suddenly, 58, 
he was terrifying on the field, but he was such a funny, sharp, bright guy. And his wife had a voice of an angel and sang the national anthem. It was the first year I was doing these pieces. And I, and back then the Steelers would let us go to these players' homes and interview them in their homes. And so all oh, yeah. of my profile and, and it made it easier to have video when we weren't allowed to do that because basically our shows, our local show was, was blanking out either at the time, ABC Monday night football's pregame or ESPN's pregame. And those larger networks didn't like that, that we had an hour, an hour and a half on was blanking them out. So, so that the NFL, the NFL teams wouldn't allow the locals most of the time. Sometimes they would make exceptions and allow you to go to their homes, but it, it changed. The NFL tightened everything up, you know, for local media. And because everything was licensed, licensed, you know. Uh, um, but anyway, so I remember, wait, but so okay. Kevin Green was so, so. See, but Sally, nobody wants so to hear about so people being nice. See, really? you, well, then you know yeah, what? These are not, you know what? They, what? Go eat a, they could go eat a bug. They could go eat a <laughs> bug and then projectile vomited. <laughs> I was going to say they can go eat. They can go eat mayor. The the but, good stories are the ones where you tell people that some hero of theirs is a is a jerk. Those are the good stories. I I I. Okay, I, you can do it on the national level of someone who's now dead. How about that? No, she's not going to do it. The See, only, she's not going to do what, it. The only well, no no the only time I had a problem and I was shot. I was shot. Okay, uh, with, you were with, with, with Ted with Ted Koppel. Oh, I with thought Ted you were going to, that's interesting, because I had a problem with Ted Koppel, and I had a problem with Ted Turner. Now, when you said Ted, I first thought Turner, but then you said Koppel, and I had a problem with him, too. There oh, you I go. I interviewed Ted Turner. Uh, he was at a bison convention in, in, in Denver, for the, yeah. and it was the AFC championship game, and he was in the lobby. And I was trying to get over to him to interview him. We were interviewing Steeler fans in the lobby because it was the Steeler Hotel. And he kept running. He literally was running away from me. And I was chasing him. <laughs> I interviewed him, Sally, on the uh, Action Noon News in studio. <laughs> oh, wow. Do you remember? He, I met him first in the green room before the yeah. uh, show. And he was wearing this disgusting, like, fur coat. And he literally had two babes with him. I am not kidding. I hated him on sight. Yeah, but he cleaned his act up when he got older. Well, yeah. But that guy, and he said something snarky to me about, oh, surprising, a young, you know, attractive, but I, he just was, he was obnoxious. Wow. Ted Koppel, on the other hand, who, by the way, I recently saw pre-pandemic in a bathing suit. Ooh. <laughs> he's got a night nice, for an old guy. He's a, he, there wasn't an ounce of fat on him. Oh, that's awesome. Was, that's awesome. He was he was very white though. Well, um, white people are white. Yeah, but some are whiter. 
I'm very right. I remember my son once saying to me something about black and white when he was young, and it was a very disconcerting um, dichotomy because he's brown. <laughs> oh, that's very funny. But, yeah, and he, <laughs> I said, honey, do you really know any, I said, it, it's not like, do you know anybody who is black, really black? And he said, no. And I said, and Sam, do you know any person who is what you think of as, you know, of, of white? And he thought for a second, and then he said, and I won't give the guy's name because he, he still lives in town. He said, Matthew. And I cracked up laughing so hard, I thought I was going to die. Because this kid is, was so white that he almost seemed translucent. So he couldn't, wow. I, and I bumped into that kid's mother recently walking my dog when I could walk my dog. And I told her that story. She was howling. I thought she might get offended, but of course she didn't. She thought it was a riot. Okay, anyway. Okay. Well, let me tell you, let me tell you just really, I'll tell you, and I'll make it very, very quick. I'll Ted Koppel. Two, two times. And, and, and the Ted Koppel. And he's not even dead, by the way. Well, no, no, the I'm Ted Koppel gonna... thing was, you know, it was my fault. He has a home in Deep Creek. So he knew who I was because Deep mm -hmm. Creek, the station that they get is Channel 4. So he had visited here once at the press club and Channel 4 had a, a party for him. And I talked to him afterwards. So he knew who I was. And so I knew that he had a wicked sense of humor. And yeah. I was trying to get him to be funny. One thing you have to learn as an interviewer, don't ever try to get a subject to do something you want them to do. Exactly. Open the door and let them walk through it. And that was, and I knew better than doing that. I knew it. I interviewed a lot of people. And so he told a story that was so off color, I was not going to be able to use it. And it was like him saying there. And then yeah, I he thought, did it on you know, purpose. So you couldn't thought, use you know it. What, right. And they want, and the station wanted me to ask these, these, these stock questions. And I said, you know what? The hell with it. I'm going to ask him about journalism and about the theory of journalistic coverage. And, and, and I said, because that will be something that is more intellectually to his liking. And you know what? As we talked, and of course the station didn't want me to use any of it. As we talked, you can see his body language. He starts leaning forward, which uh -huh. means he's in, which means he was engaged. engaged. And right. I saved it. I mean, I saved it. And, and I, I just wanted to do it because I felt so bad. The second, the second thing I, I did actually, actually may have affected the election, uh, may have affected the election of, of you know what? I'm not going to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. No, I'm not going to tell that story. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, Something no, you did affected no. an election? Wait a minute. No, 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 no. I'm not going to tell the Something story. Something you no. did affected an election? Uh, yeah, but you know what? I'm not going to tell the story because all of the people are still alive. So I'm not going to tell the story. The other thing was, and this person ah. is alive. This wasn't a mistake. This was uh, Barbara Walters. We were the only people. It was going to be an anniversary of, of, of her special. And, yeah. and uh, we had uh, a news director who was on, was the president of the affiliate board of all stations in the country. And so he was able to get us the first interview, a pre-interview. Nobody, mm -hmm. not even the network had it and not even WABC had it. 
So we went up there. I was terrified. It was 1988. I was terrified. My hair looked awful. I saw pictures of me. My hair looked terrible. And uh, uh, I was just bad. But anyway, it was Barbara Walters. And it was a day she was going to be taping the intros to 2020 because she did 2020 with Hugh Downs. And, and so we walked in and she has one side that she doesn't want to be shot on. Right. And, and, yeah. and, 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 and it's, it, and I won't go into why, but it's, it's not a good side for her. And we were set up so that the lighting was on that side. She, she has said, a swastika. This. this is little known that Barbara Walters has a swastika tattooed on her left cheek. No, she doesn't. Oh, really? Sally. Sally. Oh, is that misinformation? No, I'm talking about the you're saying that. Never mind. Oh, okay. anyway. But, but so she, the, ran, the, she said, I can't do this. And I said, give us five minutes, please. Give us five minutes. And all the lighting, the guy, the photographer was Kim Lowe. He was able to do it in two minutes. It wasn't even five. She came back down. And I, I, I did what she often does. I started throwing away the questions. I just threw away my card. I, we just started, I just started asking her stuff. She was only supposed to do maybe at most six, eight minutes with me, maybe 10 at most. 20 minutes later, Hugh Downs' producer walks in and said, Barbara, you have to end this interview. We have to start shooting our ins and outs. She had stayed with me and then looked at me and she said, she complimented me. She said, you're going to really, you're really, something. it was, it was, it looked at me and was so nice. And it was an instance where you almost lost it because of a mistake that was made because you didn't do your homework and about the, you know, and then it turned out to be oh, great. I don't even understand what, first of all, false pretenses, false pretenses. I thought you were going to tell us a story about Barbara Walters being a jerk. No, she wasn't a jerk, but she No, you told a story but, about how you were, uh, you know, you jerk. disarmed her. Well, no, I didn't disarm her. We just started talking. But no, we pissed her off initially because we didn't, I didn't do my homework. Oh. So, <laughs> I will tell you this. When I did a, a feature on Greg Lloyd, I've never been afraid of somebody. I was never afraid of James Harrison. Okay. He always made me laugh. But Greg Lloyd scared the hell out of me. And it was just the way he was. It was his persona on the field. It kind of took it off the field. Yeah, I was going to say, who's Greg Lloyd? So it's another football player. Oh right? my God! You, oh, you have to know who broke Greg. No, I don't. No, I yeah, don't. he was he was on he was on the Steelers that went to the Super Bowl in um, Tempe, Arizona. In, in two, yeah, Tempe, Arizona. I went to the Super Bowl in Tempe, Arizona. No, you did. Yes, yes I you did. Were there. Yes, you were there. Yes, I did. I was there for a whole goddamn week. Yes, that's right. That's I right. hated I every remember. minute of it. I know you didn't like it. That's right. You did. You did. You did. Yeah, you did. You did feature pieces. That's right. You I, actually you actually went to the San Francisco Miami Super Bowl because it had two We We sent a whole team there. You sent my boy. No, excuse me. You went with my boyfriend. Uh-huh. With my boyfriend. Yes, we did. Time. We had a good the time. Of, the love of my life. Yep, you blew that and one. That one get away. I, I did. Yeah, I did. You blew that Ruined one. My, my, I believe that my life has been ruined since that because I've been punished for it. <laughs> well, yeah. So yeah, I went to that one too. But let's be quite clear. Why am I yelling at you? I'm yelling. I, I didn't I go to either of those Super Bowls. Do you know I was flying back? Um, I was on a plane 
flying back to Pittsburgh when the Tempe Super Bowl was being played. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like you go to the Super Bowl. You don't. You go to the craziness of Super Bowl for a week prior. And here's what's weird about that flight back to Pittsburgh. There was a football player on that flight. And I was shocked that he wasn't at the game. And it was, and I'm blanking now on his first name, it was Cam Hayward's father. Oh, Ironhead Hayward. Ironhead Hayward. Yeah. Hayward. Yeah. Hayward. He was on that flight. Yeah, but he was never he was sitting, a he was a No, player. I know he wasn't, but if he was in but Tempe, he didn't, he didn't, so he didn't yeah, have he a... He did play in the NFL, but I can't remember who, and I'm sure yeah, yeah, yeah. in your audience is going to remember. But anyway, I'm just saying, I thought, well, so he didn't get to go to the game either. Screw him. Well, um, a lot of them, a lot of them don't. You know, I, I remember Mike and Mike. I interviewed them several Super Bowls that we were in because we were in a bunch of them, and I would interview them because they would often bring their show to Pittsburgh, and and um, and they, I, I remember watching them. They would always leave. Friday was their last show, and they would leave. And yeah, they, would, they they wouldn't stay. Seen one Super Bowl, seen them all. I well, mean, let me no, tell you something. Just, it's not. It's. I'm very grateful that I got to cover them, but it's they're not assignments. I. It was so funny. The the Detroit one. A lot of the people were all excited, and they were saying, "Oh, this is going to be great." Blah 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 blah. And I just looked at the room, and I said, "Give it 24 hours, then talk to me." It didn't even take 24 hours. It was no. Yeah, you, you end up being just bitching about what a miserable heck it was. Yeah. yeah. You know, though, before you did uh, all those Steeler reports, I did the Steeler reports. And I want to tell you, I traveled with the team always. So this was for the pre. I went to Chicago for a game, and I actually got to run onto the field. <laughs> I ran onto the field with the Bears because just because. And my photographer was running because I was doing a thing actually on one of the bear players, Refrigerator Perry. Remember Perry. Oh, oh my God, that was the 85 team. And that was Mike Ditka. That's why you were, oh my God. I don't know. That's not why. They sent me to every one. I did all the pre, they carried preseason games. Oh my God, and that's right. I, Wait a minute. And Timmy was the producer of the preseason game. Yeah, and I went. I was part of the oh the, the production crew before, which was Stan Sabrin and um and uh, Jack Ham. And Jack Ham was one of that was, was one of the who we were the, the three. Yeah, yeah. They 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 would call the. Oh my God, I forgot. See, I can't believe I forgot. And Timmy was the producer for all of those. God, yeah. you spent a lot of time with Timmy. Uh-huh, babe, I did. <laughs> By the way, for to your audience, uh, Tim was the name of the, the guy that I... I yeah, let, let that go, slip through her fingers. Yeah. Great guy. Um, brilliant, so, brilliant guy. Went, went on uh, to national fame. National. A great producer, yes. Considered no, no. one of the great sports producers in the country. <laughs> oh, God, shoot me. Too bad, you blew it. I know. Well, no, but I hate, but that led to that great story in Palm Springs of, of, you know, because I was known to the, the Steelers, 
and talk about going to their homes. I was in so many of their homes. Who was the center after, um, I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame, uh, after Mike Webster? Uh, uh, um, oh, oh, wait, wait. Oh, no, 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 no. Starts oh, with a D. Mom, 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 mom. First name. First name starts with a D. Oh, oh, God, I know him. He was from Kentucky. And, and now yeah. he lives in San Diego. And yeah. we saw him at a Steeler thing, and he was yeah. there. And, I want to say Dante, but it's not right. Dante. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. I, know. It, God. I hate this. I hate this. I know. Me too. Uh, I can't think either. But I oh, did an entire story TV. on him. Oh, I did an entire story on him making dinner for his wife because at the time it was unbelievable to think that a man would make be in a kitchen making dinner. And you know what? I I was in his home. I was in, mm-hmm. and then when I started doing the Steeler special, that's another home I was in with his Dawson. Kids. No, Dawson. Okay. It's, it's anyway. It, hold on. I'll I can't believe we ended up talking about friggin' football. Oh my God. Oh, here it is. What's Wait his name? Dawson. It is. Demonte, Demonte Dawson. No, no. There. No, no. See, I was close. I kept thinking Dawson, Dante, Demonte, whatever his name is, Dawson. Okay. Demonte, yeah, I got it right. It is Demonte Dawson. It's yeah. He hit me in the head. He hit me in the head. It was so funny. It was after I, I'd gotten to know him really well. And, and, and I, I was at this, uh, 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 it was a, a caring foundation and Chuck Noll was there and Lynn Swan was there. And, and I was, it was a golf tournament and I, I didn't know how to play golf and it was at Laurel Valley and, and everybody was at the practice range. And so I was just taking some practice wings. And back then I played, I was not, I, I didn't, I had not played a lot of golf back then then all of a sudden i get this big piece of 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 dirt hits me in the head this big divot and i turned around and dermonte's like oh i'm so sorry sally oh i'm so sorry he was he was just swinging the club and he just he just really got this big divot and hit me right in the back of the head I thought you were saying you hit him in the back of the head no he hit you oh he hit you in the back of the head i thought lynn was okay i laughed yeah he was a nice guy so let's yeah. stop. I don't like talking about football. Oh, I, I, you know what I've decided? I love football. I hate it. You know why I love football? It's because it's so complicated. Football is really complicated. And, 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 and for anyone to think that any football player who is really, really good, who's good and, and makes it to the NFL level is stupid, they may have a different kind of intelligence but if you knew how complicated those plays are, yeah. and when you sit down and listen to them talk and you look at a playbook, it's, 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 it's actually almost mathematical. It's, it is like watching, well, and this is what's awful. It's like military strategy. I hate war, but strategy 
and, and, and figuring out where things go that's really complicated. It's something I could never comprehend, but mm-hmm. watching it play out and then predicting what someone is going mm-hmm. to do. And I was so tickled yesterday, this, this weekend. And I'm not going to talk any more football, but I just want to say this. I was texting back and forth to our former sports producer who now works at, is, is, has a great job with Dick's Sporting Goods. And so we, he and I were texting back and forth. And, and, and um, so, and we were, we were watching a play, which a really short pass behind the line of scrimmage. And I said, and I texted him, I said, you know, they don't have a running game, but this short passing game is their running game. That's what they're using this as now. And as I said that, as I typed that, Tom the Romo play said, by play guy Tom, said the Tom same Romo thing. Said the same thing. And I got to like, tell oh. you, Wigan, you're something. That's <laughs> it. So, you're something. I was so tickled with myself, and I know so little. You know, people like Ed Bouchette and Jerry Dulac and Gene Collier. What they know about the game. I mean, do they always enjoy covering it? But what they know about the game is quite amazing. But then the players. So when people say they're big, I thought you were going to stop. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm going to sorry. But I'm, but I've been watching, you know, I've been <laughs> watching football all morning. So I'm sorry. Uh, I'll be quiet. Okay. Be quiet. Thank you. So who's okay. I'm just going to, you can only say two teams. Who's going to be in the Super Bowl? You can only Green say two. Kansas, t- Green, Green Bay and Kansas City. I think so too. Okay. I'd love to see it be the Steelers, but I I I don't think that's going to happen. No, they're not going to. They'd be because they don't have a running game, and because their defense has been decimated by injuries, which is so sad. Because they. But I'll tell you, you know, those short uh, behind scrimmage uh, passes is their running game. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, for God's sake! See, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, no, it doesn't matter. Do you know how lousy this mail is that I get? I just got my mail just showed me that a whole bunch of you were screaming at us, Dermonte Dawson, Dermonte Dawson, Dermonte Dawson. <laughs> and it just came up. And <laughs> no, and I know because I looked at my other account, my the, the, uh, my whole other account that you didn't even send Dermonte Dawson to, and it showed up on that one, which gets. Does that, I, I mean, we, does that mean we have dementia or that we just have so many names in our? No, there's so I don't know. There's no personally in my in my lovely head uh, that Dramani Dawson's name should disappear somewhere into the corners of it uh, makes perfect sense. Why would he be front and center? But I ah, center, front and center, Sally. Okay. You don't get ha, any ha, of my okay, jokes. Okay, ha, 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 okay. Ha. okay. But see, but so, see, I can tell you exactly where what the street looked like where he was standing in the Steelers bar how tall he was exactly what he said to me I can remember those things but something about names yeah just I know me too I can tell you where we were sitting in the huge tv that was in front of me and it's home here in Pittsburgh when I interviewed him I can tell you the story about him hitting but I couldn't remember his name what the heck is that well, when I interviewed him, he was a rookie, and he didn't live in any big friggin' home. He had a little apartment, a little teeny apartment. It was his rookie year. Yeah, he was. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that was when they were rebuilding. That was in the midst of the rebuilding. Yeah. <laughs> what are you laughing about? You were still talking about football. I'm so sorry, but I, 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 I can. I can 
I said, I had forgotten you were the feature person for those programs, for those, mm -hmm. uh, 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 the pregame shows. When we, we did, we broadcast all the, the pregame. Yeah, we did. And uh, what? I mean, it had to have been in the 80s. I well, it was even... after Jack Ham retired, so. Yeah. Yeah. Jack, he was, what a nice guy. Nice, nice. Well, yeah, that was a nice guy. Nice um, guy. But, yeah. <sighs> so one of the things that happened when um, I went to see my parents, they had a place in Palm Springs, as you know. We I went to I Palm. Went we yeah, yeah. You went there. We went to Palm Springs once. This was without you. And my father said that we were going to. He was taking us to this restaurant. He said, "Where well, you are going to see, you know, famous people. They are always there." And so we were all excited. We were going to go and gawk. And it was the whole family. My sister, my brother. I don't know. I think my uncle was there. It was a bunch of us. I don't know why. And we went to this restaurant. I'm looking around and looking around and looking around. I don't see anybody. And I was really giving my dad a lot of trouble. There's nobody here who's famous. Not a soul. He says, Frank Sinatra was here the last time I was here. Frank Sinatra walked right in that door. I said, well, there's nobody here now. And then who walks in the door? But Dan Rooney. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Dan Rooney and the PR guy, uh, what's his name, Gordon, and the oh, whole Steeler, oh Joe God, Gordon, and the whole Steeler management uh, ownership, uh, they, they all walked in. I said, oh, look, celebrities, which I could have I, I seen in Pittsburgh, and they walked right past our table and into a private room. And um, my sister says, send them, this is when I'm doing the reports on the Steelers. She says, send them in a bottle of wine. And I said, I'm not sending them in a bottle of wine. She said, do it. You got to send them in a bottle of wine. So we called the wine steward over and he, I said, I'd like, you know, to send a bottle of wine into the, that room. And um, I looked at the wine list. There wasn't a bottle of wine under $150. For your dad could afford that. Well, it wasn't him. He didn't say send in a bottle of wine. It was me. So I said, oh, my God, I can't send the cheapest one in. So I can't remember. I think I sent a $200 bottle of wine. Oh, my in. God. And I, with the note, hi, you know, Lynn, blah, blah, blah. Well, here's the rest of the story. I, the rest of the story is maybe about uh, 20 minutes later, uh, a bottle of wine showed up at our table from, no, two bottles of wine showed up at our table from the Steelers, okay? And I never heard another thing about it until WTAE was negotiating with the Steelers for the next year's um, whatever, the deal they strike yeah, for the pregame yeah. shows. And I was told by, oh, who was that woman who ran programming that? But Judy Gerard. I was told by Judy Gerard that at the meeting, I think it was 
I don't know if it was Gordon or somebody said, hey, you know, if we're crunching the numbers here, we're out over $400 (laughs) because Lynn Cullen sent us a bottle of wine and I didn't look at the prices. I just said, send two to her table. It was over $400. So Judy Gerard told me the rest of the story. That's very funny. Oh, that's, that's too funny. That is too funny. Oh my God. That's just, and, and you know, and Joe Gordon was just a great guy. I, I know him. I know him well. I haven't talked to him in a long time, but um, yeah. 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 But well, you remember, and it's, 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 it's 1104 and, and the plumber isn't here and I'm getting worried, but, but we, we told the story about Steve Garvey and being at Spago, right? We've told that. Yeah. Before. We've told that. Yeah. I thought and I think, that. you know, and he um, sent us a bottle of wine, didn't he? I don't remember that. He sent us. I don't remember much about that one. Yeah, I remember I, they I, had a unisex bathroom, which freaked me out. Well, I remember I had a hole in my stocking, and <laughs> and I was I was obsessing about it the entire time because you know it was just a very famous restaurant. You know, oh shit, oh so, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to swear. Uh, oh, you did. I, I it, okay, so pen. okay, we're done. Listen, you know, I bet Mister Waterheater would have been on time. No, stop that. Mr. Water Heater wouldn't have kept you waiting. <laughs> but anyway, no, it's not. It's not. He's not keeping me waiting. But 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 I, I'm so. But but you know what? It was so. Uh, um, God, I, it was so neat to remember. I I I had forgotten all about those games and 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 Timmy producing them and and um, it was like in the eighties. It was. It started. Um, I can't remember. <laughs> it was. It was well. Uh, we had fun. I mean, I, I did have fun like, doing some like of them. But I, because I began dating Timmy right after my divorce. And it was like after, after that. So it was, it was like 84, 85, 86, something like that. It, it, it was, uh, um, oh, yeah. Hey, is your ex, you, and hey, I do Sally. You were, really, you were really upset. You were upset about the hotel and everything. You were staying at a different hotel than we were, I think. Are you still, wait, is your ex, you just mentioned you were divorced. Is he still alive? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I've I've searched obituaries and I can't, I can't find him. He's not dead yet. Two years ago, he was alive. Okay. He was years older than I was. So he may. Yeah, he might not be around. But the great thing was, is Sally was married to a guy who had the greatest name. Oh, no, don't and say it. Don't say it in front of all these people. No, don't do that. I can't do even just the last name? Uh, yeah, because people start Googling. I, I, I kind of am uncomfortable with that. Okay, well, let me just tell you, it was the greatest last name. And if she had taken the name, it would be almost too much to be well, an anchor and much? have that name. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was. Yeah, you know. But I was only a week when we divorced. I was only the weekend anchor. I, I, I it wasn't until. But yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lynn. I don't think it's a good idea. Just in case. It's okay. You know, I'm not saying it. I backed off. I backed off. Because he has, um, he has, he has children in Pennsylvania. So yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. Um, I think we're done. The next time you guys hear from me, it'll be another year. And uh, there'll be a surge in the pandemic, and Donald Trump will still be the fucking president, 
and God knows what he's going to do in between now and then. So God help us. I'm going to leave every, what? I'm so sorry to your listeners because we we started out, it's so weird because of my mistake. And I don't, I don't think I was very good this, 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 this hour. So I want to apologize to them because I was, there you go. If you had not four apologies from Sally, then you went, you got a fourth one in. Good for you, (laughs) Sally. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to leave everybody with what I actually am looking at a quote from somebody, another sports figure, but not football. This is a baseball figure. And I bet you'll be able to figure out who it is once I give you the quote. But I think it's just perfect, uh, given the uncertainty of our lives uh, now. And here's the quote. If you don't know where you're going, you might wind up someplace else. Don't tell me that was Yogi Berra. Of course it was. Are <laughs> <laughs> you gonna watch? And it's idiocy. It's, it's brilliant. It's yeah, brilliant. no, he's like, that's right. He's like the court jester, right? It's it's brilliant. If you don't know where you're going, you might wind up someplace else. Oh my God, that's too. That's that's fabulous. Those are my last words of this year. And um, God, guys, see you in 2021, which is right around the corner. It already Sally. feels like it's 2021. Huh? But thank it you all- for having me on your last show of this year. I still have to write holiday cards. I haven't written my holiday cards. Oh, so. don't even bother. What nonsense. No, but, but, then, then, but you know what? It's technically for Orthodox. It's still, Christ, it's still Christmas holidays until January 6th, so I have time. Well, for some Orthodox, yes. That's true. Yeah. So it doesn't um, matter. Well, that's when, but anyway, it's when the wise men came, and the, the wise men came afterwards, so just I'm a wise woman, and so I'm sending my card late. I like that. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm losing it. I'm so, we're I, all I losing it. Much, I didn't get much sleep last night. I got about three hours of sleep last night. We're all losing it. May your new water heater last. May it be the last one that you ever have to purchase. Because those are the kind of purchases that cost quite a bit of money and give you no, no, no this pl- is under immediate pleasure. It, it failed oh, it's under warranty. Later. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, then this is cool. Well, give give our best no, to Mr. Weiner Heener. Get get your give our best to him, your water okay. heater guy. And uh, Sal, thanks and happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy effing New Year. Are you walking my dog today? Well, if he he doesn't get here soon, I'm not. <laughs> but no, <laughs> no, I, I I'll be there. I will be there. But but today's natural habitat daily dose of nature is about moose. So I'm I'm gonna get there right at like 4:15 because I wanna I, I I'll, I'll watch most of the moose. Uh, you can watch all the moose thing. I don't. It doesn't matter. And anyway, it's still light until five o'clock. It is. What do you get? It's okay. It doesn't. You know, was it, it? It doesn't get like black out. It doesn't get. It's still you can see. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's 11-11. Anybody who's listening to this, how do people listen to this? They must think that we're just effing nuts.
I would think that that might be, yes, a conclusion they would draw. So, Sal, I'm I'm getting Bye. off. Hang on. Bye. Off. Bye. 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 Hang up. Hang up. Bye. 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 You hang up. She hung up, right? Okay. Well, yeah, that was weird. But uh, what the heck? Listen, guys, um, happy new year. Happier new year. Let's all, let's all, <laughs> let's all hunker down and make it through so that we can finally celebrate uh, sometime again. I'm babbling now, too. Okay. Thank you for being there. I'm saying that to the three people who are still there. And uh, toodaloo. Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.